Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Should I start things off? Yes. I have a confession to make. I think I've fallen in love with Jensen Eccles. What? I think I've fallen in love with Jensen Eccles. And why is that then? Well, one, I've been rewatching um, Supernatural, which is reminding me of why I liked it. It's because of him. And then mm. I heard his Batman. His Batman hits different. Okay. Like, like he, like, he, like, I'm not saying it's on Kev- Kevin Conroy levels. I'm saying, like, but it, like, it hit different. Like, I was like, oh shit. Okay, okay, Batman. I mean, Jensen. I mean, what? <laughs> Let me put on my perfume and get ready for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, and that's why we messed up the podcast, talking about geekery, nerdism, and all else in between from a South London postcode. I am your host, Shannon's. Next to me is the instant classic, bro. What? What? Jensen. Oh, the other side. Oops. Oh, oh, Jensen, I love you. Okay. Cool. And uh, on the other side of me, backing off slowly and should come back to the mic, is Booger Red, Big Man Yite. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Baron Silas Greenback, to the show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Those silken, dusty tones. Uh, <laughs> good so, afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. You forgot good night. You might as well finish the quote if you're going to go I'll in. Yeah, commit good. to the bit, big man. Commit, commit. I will, I will, I will. <laughs> well, uh, this week, I believe, bruv, it's your turn to regale us with your tales. Intrigue. Okay. Or right. is this going to be you and Jen fan fiction? Because um, just let me know so I can get roast potatoes. Oh, well, I was, but I'm getting, I'm feeling the judgment. I don't appreciate it, so I'm not. I'm going to, I'm going to change the script a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. Cool. All right. I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back to a road paved all the way to the MCU, but where it actually began, paved in blood and awesomeness, and one fine leather coat. This oh, Brixton, Brixton's changed. There's no need to go so harsh on it like that. That's just mean. That's just mean, <laughs> just saying. But what I'm talking about, basically, I'm talking about how we got to the MCU, like what paved the way. And when I say paved the way in blood, it started with this one film. This film was the <laughs> most successful Marvel film at the time. And it was the, it was the, the how can I say, it was the gateway to the, plethora of comic book films that we proceeded to receive from that point onwards i'm talking about the one and only the day walker the dampier himself blade media man what <laughs> why are you doing my intro for what why <laughs> see this is, why I don't, this is why i don't do things anymore man I, like no. no 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 i'm done i'm done no i'm done no, no, you, oh, no, come no. back I'm tell done. us about media man you know i love it wow <laughs> wow i was talking about that the other you day to what? be fair i, I said was... i said media man because i forgot the other one was shacking it so it's still oh allow it okay once <laughs> once once again i said successful successful 
successful. Yeah, was it? Was it still? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was still. Yes. Why do you keep? Why do you keep? Why do you keep bringing that film up for? Why? I don't know. I, I don't know. But sorry, of course you're not talking about Steel or me, your man. You're talking about Blade. Thank you, big man. Baron. <laughs> now I said what I said because what I said was facts. Blade was the first Marvel film that that she hit the big time that actually even paved the way for Marvel for comic book films in general. It was yeah. it came out in 1998 um, to meddling reviews, but a huge audience following. So cult, oh, yeah. cult fan following. Actually, um, it was received very well by audiences around the world. It grossed um, in America, if I'm not mistaken, about 70 million. Um, worldwide, it did sixty million, which is was at the time unheard of for a comic book film, especially a film in that of that ilk with a main character being a black man. Because you know, yeah. because you know, we can't really do that, can we? Um, oh no, 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 of course not, of course not. Um, but um, it it was a long road to get to get there because honestly, Blade is not. <laughs> he's definitely one of the, not one of the more pop, more popular characters in the MCU or in Marvel in Marvel in general. Um, he was technically when he first was first introduced into the into comic books. He was kind of like you could say a side character in a sense. I mean, he was kind of the protagonist, but because he he first appeared in um, the Tomb of Dracula, if I'm not mistaken, and he right. was the the jive talking badass that tried to try to say back um, Dracula. Um, he, but in the comic books, when he first appeared, he didn't have any, he wasn't a day walker. He wasn't part vampire. He was just a guy who just was mm. pretty badass. But, um, but I, I can't speak for any, I can't speak for everyone, but when I first discovered blade, it was through the Spider-Man animated series. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, right. Yeah, he was voiced by um, J. D. Hall, who is he's part. He's a part of a crew I like to refer to as the unknown legends of Hollywood. Like mm. when I say unknown legends, I'm talking about actors you've seen in different TV shows and different films, be it a bit part, be it a background character. You've seen this guy. You've seen this person in something or other. Like he's like he's like um, Patrick Kirkpatrick. He's like. Um, um, L. Bowen, who passed away recently, actually. Um, well, uh, um, if you don't know who L. Bowen is, L. Bowen was the psychiatrist in the Terminator films. Um, yeah, you, you yeah, yeah. You seen him? He went on to be. You know his face. You know his face. Oh, and you probably know his voice. He went on after he retired from um, from acting. He went to voice acting, so he would, like voiced a lot of cartoons and video games onwards. But it's not about him. Um, if you don't know who J. Um, who J. D. Um, Hall is. The only way they found actually they found can think of that he was in that you might remember. Um Freshman Sabella, there was an episode where um Will got um got conned in a, in pool games. Yeah. The main yeah. Yeah, the main bad the main gut bad guy in that story, the main pool guy who was um who basically taken who, who beat him. That that's basically that was the original blade. That's the first yeah. blade. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know who he is. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah so, I know who he is. So yeah. that yeah, so he was the first blade. Um originally when they first got the rights and it was uh, Marvel was under New World Pictures, I think it was called. Um they wanted to actually stick to the original roots of Blade, him being just a normal guy. And they originally cast or originally going to cast was um was um um was uh, Roundtree, Shaft himself. Oh really? Yeah, he oh, was going cool. to be. He was going to. Okay. He was going to be original Blade. Then they mm. they played about with it for for a bit, and they wanted to get Denzel to play Blade. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They really wanted. Okay. They, they they want Denzel to play Blade. Yeah, to play Blade originally. But um, but David Goyer, the guy who went on to write um write write the Blade series and gone on to write a bunch of different um comic book films as 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 we know and love them. Um, he pushed for Wesley Snipes to be Blade because he thought he fit he fit the essence of what Blade was supposed to be. So, and, and yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, so, he did. Yes, so um, yeah, uh, and originally again, studios wanted to try and cast Blade as a white guy, and obviously David Goyer again pushed for it to be a black guy for it to be Wesley Snipes, and that's what you that's what you got with the first Blade film. You got an authentic vampire comic book experience. Yeah, it really was. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't see it in the cinema. Neither did I. I saw it on DVD. Same. 
yep. because I was a bit like I remember that poster. And the poster looked like it just it just looked like with the whole shoulders, his neck's practically missing, <laughs> and it just looked like like you know you a bowl fair. So I was like, I don't know about this. Mm. I think I watched it with you, bro, for the first time, but I'm not sure. I might have. I'm not too sure. Man. I'm not sure. I don't think I'm not too no, sure. No, I, think, I think I watched it with with, uh, with some with some friends of mine at the time. Actually, yeah, I did. I do know now. I remember. I did, and we were kind of like, "What the?" It was a "What the" moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because uh, Nabuche Wright was in it, and mm. uh, Nabuche Wright, I was crushed on since Dead Presidents. <laughs> so, to, and she she's not one who doesn't get enough enough love and enough work. But Nabuche Wright just she just had she owned it in Dead Presidents. So to see, I was like, "Ah, oh, familiar," but. And Tracy Lords was in it, which threw me off. Yep. So she, she, but she was only in it for like five seconds, it felt it's like. But it's like five seconds because in the beginning, you're like, wait, what the? Yeah. What's Tracy Lords <laughs> doing here? Kind of thing. And then that's cut and then she gets killed. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I, I was I was blown away. I think I couldn't believe what I watched. I had to watch it again. So you... everyone, because, sorry, Shane, but okay. yeah, Blade was one of those defining moments where you can always say, I remember I was and what you were doing when you're watching it because very much like both of you i remember watching this and this is taking it old school this is what this was even this was a video cd yes but yeah i don't i don't video yeah, yeah i don't video yeah and i just remember it was like this massive talk of oh wesley snipes as a vampire blah, blah, blah. i said okay so let's see what he's saying and that club scene was the game changer i mean hell him walking into a club, no, that's sorry, my say the party popping off, the drain of blood coming down, and then the poor guy gets attacked, then you just see those trainers. No, sorry, the boots. It's the boots. <laughs> Imagine you walked in Jordans. Wait, Air Force One. <laughs> Black Air Force oh, energy right there. <laughs> the pool of violence that kicked in, I'm like, oh, shit. We on we are we oh wow okay we're onto something here. Head of the form, and it's ironic that you should mention that because mention Blade Sir. I only watched it a couple of days ago, and the film is still class, still still class. No argument here. No argument. Like, because I remember again, my, my my first experience with the Blade character was in the in the um was in the um, Spider-Man animated, animated series. And he, was, he was always screaming under his, like, screaming, like, VAMPIRE! Like, every five seconds. And, um... So, like, so, like, when... I remember, I think the first time I actually heard about Blade being created was on one of those Sky things, behind-the-scenes things, when they were talking... This is way, way before it actually um, was advertised or anything or internet was a thing. It was basically, mm. you had to watch, you had, you had to watch TV or read, or read a magazine. But, um, yeah, like it was just, uh, a, a, like it was like a behind the scenes clip of, um, Stephen Dorff and Wesley Snipes having a sword fight. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, they're actually doing Blade as a movie. And I was confused. I was like, why did you him of all people to be in doing a movie? That's just so weird. Like, you know, so it, cause it, it didn't really occur to me. Cause like, it didn't really like, cause like it, back in my, like, like back then, if you're going to do a superhero film, you should go for the, one of the mainstream characters, like your Spider-Man, yeah. your your X-Men, this and that. Absolutely. But but yeah. they went with Blade. I mean, like, and I was just like, he's a cool character from what I remember of the cartoons. But they don't make a film around this guy. Then when I did yeah. some did some research, I was like, okay. But like in the comic book content, he hadn't been in comic books for ages, and he in and as timeline goes, he was still technically just a human. But like obviously in the cartoons he was a half he was a a day walker he was a half vampire so I was like okay all right all right this might this might this might this might be something and then mm. after seeing it I yeah yeah the like every time like anytime you think Blade I just think Frost it's like yes I think that and, and some and, motherfuckers and some motherfuckers always try and ice skate out here I was like yes. <laughs> no, the thing is, right, for me, no matter how good Blade is, and don't wrong, Blade is brilliant. I have to give props to was it Deacon Frost, man. I'm sorry. Stephen Dorff, that, that was the, yeah, that was him at his best. That was him at his best. Yeah. Dorff absolutely nailed that. Absolutely nailed it. I mean, my one of my favorite parts, and I'm sorry, <laughs> boy, is the part where uh, 
I can never remember his, his sidekick, the one whose hand got chopped off at the beginning. Oh, I know you're talking about. Um, yeah. I forgot the guy. The big sequence when Blade breaks in on the on the bike. And he goes, oh, he's standing there. And he's got the uh, spinny thing. He goes, oh, the spinny thing. Yeah, he throwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, that's all right. You're putting the air. You're putting me underneath. Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was that. Was, that yeah. Oh, uh, he was just cold. He was all. He was just always so cold. Wasn't it? That yeah. that was that was the gift of the first blade and the second blade is making the protagonist oh. be like. I'm sorry, we're doing who now? Because he said to me, Steven Dorf, I'd be like, Are you... sorry, what? Steven Dorf? And then we got Deacon Frost, I was like, you know what? I, I, Steven, man took out a next vampire's teeth and threw them down. I was like, okay, you're cold. That is cold-blooded. I, I, Even though the sunscreen thing does not hold weight, I'm sorry, what about the follicles of your hair? Just saying, but yeah. I I, th- I thoroughly enjoy I enjoyed Stephen Dorff more than I I should have enjoyed Stephen Dorff on, on Blade because he was he was fantastic casting yeah mm, totally I don't think he's ever went up after that because he could have kicked on so so much and I don't think he did I mean last time I saw Stephen Dorff was in that oh god one of the Texas Chainsaw prequels oh no oh dear but yeah th- that yeah that's just a whole different story but. Yeah, he's just one of those bitter people now, unfortunately. Oh, poor man's Christian Slater has fallen down oh, the hole. So was. <laughs> so was Christian Slater's cousin. Like, <laughs> Steve Slater, but changes, changes the door. Yeah, I, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't like to say the stereotype that all white people look the same, but... but Stephen Dorff and Christian Slater, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. You what? Wow. Are you, are you going down the rabbit hole? No, say again. Say again. They have, actually. They have been in the film together, actually. I can't remember what it was called, but I know for a fact they have been in the film together. One second. One I'm, second. I'm, 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 got... I'm now like, what the? It wasn't Mobsters, was it, by any chance? Right. Ooh. Film with Christi- Christian Slater and Stephen Dorff. Hmm. What, what is that? Uh... Oh, no. Oh, no. What is it? Go on. It was a, U- it? It was a UA Bowl film. I was... Really? Oh it was alone in the dark. Oh no! Oh, I I didn't I didn't mean to say I didn't I didn't think you ever would make an actual appearance in this podcast. Well, you cursed it, sis. Search your fault, and there you go. Wow. You got your answer to your question, Sinitra. And Big Man asked. So, Blake, actually, to be fair, you can blame Shantan, you can blame Big Man, because you said his name, and Big Man asked the question. So there you go. Yeah, I'm the innocent bystander. I just wanted to talk about Rose paved in blood by Blade. I'm. Very sorry. No one needs to do that. Um, and as you can tell, we'll probably never ever do a UA Bowl movie on this podcast and anything other than discuss disdain and shit. Or maybe we, or maybe, maybe we should. What do you think? No? No. Like, why not? Okay. <laughs> the end of days comes in when we're either covering UA Bowl, Cutthroat Alley, or Emotional Backgammon. I suppose oh, the end of days. Wow. <laughs> Like, as soon as you mention backgammon, now I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm tapping out. I'm done. Quiller. Isn't it? <laughs> Come back. Anywho, back to play. Okay, an elephant in the room. We're going to say it, right? Mm-hmm. The, the key time is it was 1998. Mm-hmm. So I know that the effects, especially at the end, probably don't hold up to scrutiny. But can we say it was 1998? Well, to, and that was pretty good. For well, the to, time? well, to be fair, compared to the um, the compared to the alternate ending they had. Oh yeah, you and I oh, watched that. Yeah, watched that. yeah. If you have not watched that, I might try to see if I can find it and link it in link it in the description of the of the podcast. If you haven't seen um the like behind the scenes of uh, Blade. Please watch. Please find it and watch it. It's really interesting. It's really mm. good. But then they show us the kind of like how they one of the alternate endings. Well, then we got two, didn't we? Because we got a uh, the whole. No, was, no, no, there, was, no, there was only there was, no, it was only like the, it was only the one. Yeah, because basically it was like so it was the one ending that kind of led off to two. So basically you had you had Stephen you had Deacon Frost as a whirlwind of blood. 
that was that was because there was yeah it was bad yeah because like it was basically because it was explained in a deleted scene like like when he's talking to when he's talking to um um what what what's her name again oh, oh your, your your girl your girl oh and the boucher right yeah the songs are yeah. her saying like describing what it was like 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 mm-hmm. a, like a storm blah 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 it's bloody blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like and then um, he becomes that, and it is it is yes, it is really it's really, really bad, really bad. And then after, then... yeah, sorry. Oh god. And then after, no, because the... it's like yeah, go on, sorry. Oh. <laughs> and then after that, after they they beat him, um, they end up outside talking about he's saying that it's over, blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden you see a vampire in the distance that's apparently Morbius. <laughs> yes, that's it. And considering. What we got from Morbius. Yeah, he was cut for a reason. He was cut for a reason. He was cut for a reason. <laughs> Even that, yeah, he was a curse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, no one needs to see this. <laughs> Lessons were not learned in that instant. Yeah, the only time. Someone thought, where'd I come? Now, the only time you, the, the only time you you see good Morbius if you watch the Spider Man animated series that's literally all you're gonna get from me. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, be careful out there, kids. <laughs> it's not Morbin time. Wow! Don't do. How dare you, sis? How dare you put Morphin time and Morbin? No, no. Apologize. No, Apologize. Oh God! I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the fact that even '98. So it's like, okay, nope, no, cut no. it out, cut it out. It's not worth it. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, like I said, the, the effects, the one they went with was the best option, is what mm. we'll say. Uh, what you see in Blade is the best option because the graphics just weren't there. It just didn't have the ability. And it's that whole thing, like in the 90s, where a lot of things struggled with fluids and liquids, I'll say, like in effects. It hadn't made that full like the leap that came after Finding Nemo. But to be fair, Finding Nemo changed the game in terms of like water. But to be fair, I don't think the effects are as bad as you remember them. I don't think that. Yeah, I think, I think... they still hold up pretty good. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I feel like they, they, they hold up well. To be fair, I don't see them. What, be... what the what the finished or the or the the, the cut? The finished. We're not talking about the cut. We're, oh, but... the fin- yeah, the finished. But you know, but I, I feel like because. I'm always aware that some people are like are new to this, and mm. some people kind of go in like, oh, I've been because they go with with sometimes they do this thing where, and I've noticed it online and just in general, people kind of go with the lens of 2022, 2023, mm. getting used to that level of effects and almost seamless quality. You know, we're, we're at like 8K and all that stuff now, and then they watch something from the night, so they're like, huh. Ah, so I'm like, manage the expectations, it's 1998. But also, it's still no mummy, it's still no uh, Scorpion King. It's still no... Don't, okay, no, 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 Scorpion King in the in, in Mummy in Returns. Mummy, in Mummy Returns, okay. yeah. No, no, not Scorpion not King, King. Yeah, okay, I will put no disrespect on Dwayne's <laughs> name, but the effects at the end of Mummy, Mummy Returns, Mummy 2, where the Scorpion King reveals himself, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that hasn't aged well in the 4K matches. I saw that in the cinema and I can Ooh. tell you I have it's the first time out of context I've heard all these go because I remember I remember I was getting stuck I thought oh it's gonna be like Brendan Fraser and the Rock Fighter that's gonna be awesome uh, oh no. oh that's uh, was, I, I was, was, like, was he back at the, was he back at, at WWE I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why they couldn't what what I just remember saying how quickly has special effects gone off? As in, literally, it's gone. It's, what happened? Yeah, very possible by day. And we sort of see them. It's like, wait, they expired. It, 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 it was bad. It was it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's no, it's not that bad. Um, and they manage it well. But I just feel like the water is a, sometimes the fluids a bit like. But I'm just managing expectations, and it's not the worst out there. I'm saying for the nineties. But let's talk no. about let's talk about um, the follow up Blade Two. How do we feel about Blade Two? Yeah. Actually, yeah. my favorite Blade. Yeah, I have to, I have to agree. I, That's I my favorite Blade. But two talk to a new level because mm. I heard the most confusing phrase that I've ever heard in my entire life. What's that? Hold up. 
Hold up. I'm beginning now. As soon as you say that, why am I picturing Ron Pillman's got something to do with it? No, actually, it's oh. not. The most confused sentence ever to come out of play two is, so Luke Goss is what now? Oh. <laughs> Bros for life. I'm sorry. Right, okay. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> yeah, Luke Goss, who was the main the main antagonist in Blade 2, used to be in a boy band in the UK called Bros. He's actually, <laughs> a, he's actually a, will I be famous? Yeah. <laughs> Bros. Even though I think that's a bit rude looking back on it because they actually were twins. Almost identical twins with a next man called Craig. I never forget that. Was that, was that random? The two twins and this boy was this random guy. Who was random guy? Random guy Craig, but they called the group Bros. I'm like, you're just saying, oh, just by the way, you'll never be part of us here. Yeah? Like you're reminded how you're just you're just an X-Man. You're just literally an extra. So they they had a quiet, they had a quiet, you know, they had a quite successful career uh, in the '90s, I guess, for a bit. And then faded into obscurity, as many boy bands do. And then I was confused when I saw someone giving Wesley Snipes a real run for his money in terms of martial arts. And then to find out that it's Luke Goss from Bros is is the main and is the main antagonist. And also that lightning strikes twice because he was also really good in Hellboy Two, where he's also the antagonist. He plays, a, so he, plays really really good, good. he plays a really good bad guy. He plays a really good vibe. He plays a really, really good, good combat bad guy. Oh, it's quite a shame you, you actually was, felt for him. It's, it's, it's a shame you don't actually see him as much anymore. Like, That's I, a shame. I can't, think, I can't think of what I've seen him in the last few probably, he's probably, he's probably, he's probably doing Livingy Jones, bless him. Actually, you know what? There was a, a Bros reunion. I'm not even joking. Shut up, there was not. Yeah. There's oh, a one. Bros reunion. There's, like a, there's a documentary about everything. No, seriously, that documentary. And I thought that this has got to be a wind-up. But for Conkers, you say? Yep, Conkers, same. Although the generation are gamers right now, but there's nothing compared to playing Conkers with your mates. I'm like, mate, you want to back up with that talk here? Because... I just say that Conkers is no Dark Souls. Can I just say that? Like, <laughs> but, you know, but, but you know what? I kind of get what you're saying, though. Because like, it's funny, cause I was talking to, I was talking to um, one of our cousins um, recently, um, Joe. Joe. Yeah. And um, he was like, we were just talking about how like how um, like today's kids don't really have much imagination or don't want to talk anymore. Like, like because like, because like I remember back in the day, like like when Marvin, my other cousin Marvin, would come over, and we would because I didn't look, I didn't always have a console. A lot of times we just had toys and blah 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 or imagination. Like we got hours, and I mean hours of enjoyment with with rubber band. Like legitly, yeah. like we would use that as cat, our version of catch, and like we would try and flick it in certain ways to get like good spins and give flicks. It was like it was, that. That was hours of entertainment, like for us. We called it rubber band game. It was ridiculous. Like we had someone who got hit by them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You in the crossfire? You knew you knew, you knew the risk. It's your own fault. But anyway, wow. but but I kind of get what you. I kind I kind of get what they're saying. I kind of get it. I kind of get it. So so you know, but yeah, just saying, just saying. Devil's advocate. Just saying. But back to Blade 2. Hello? Yeah. yeah you were talking. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, everyone just went... What did I do? Yeah, uh, back to Blade 2. Because that came out quite a while after... Yeah, it was like 2000 and... Um, when was it? I can't remember. Oh, no! I was going to say 2003, was it? It was 2000... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thousand and two. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so 2002 came out. Um... Again, a different director, because Stephen Norrington, by that point, had retired, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and... And, that, and that director is? Say again? And that director is? Oh, the new director. Yeah. The del, is, the, was? The, what, Del Toro himself, Guillermo Del Toro. Yes! <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's basically, that was the first time I actually knew who he was, was, was through Blade. And like his work from that point onwards has always been a joy to watch like he's an amazing director even though i, I have a place in my heart for mimic <laughs> i do have a place in my heart for that movie i really i really do because i can see like i can it's like when you watch frighteners and you can see the beginning of like the ring race uh with peter jackson to lord of the rings you can see like from mimic you can kind of see where some specters keep reappearing in del toro's work mm. Like that long, tall, the way he manipulates shadow and stuff. Uh, yeah, as you can tell, I really do love Guillermo del Toro. You hide it well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I try. I, I really, really try. Um, yeah. But, oh. yeah. But also from um, from uh, from Blade Two, you also got um, Norman Regis, who everyone yeah. who yes. like Norman Regis, like yes. that was like that was the first one I ever saw. I ever saw him in. Um, yeah, I think I saw him in that, and then it was Boondock Saints. I remember seeing him in. Yep. See, and then and then after that, I grew. I got a, an an amazing appreciation for Ron Pelman. Yeah, he was good in that too. Uh, and so was one of our favorite other people, Danny. <laughs> Sorry. What, da- Danny, yeah. No, Danny. Danny John Jules. Thank you very much, bruv. Got it right. Cat! I mean, I loved. I loved Donny. But... He was underused, and Donny Yen was Shout underused. Every that. time to Danny. Every time, oh, yeah, he wasn't like, in there long enough. God damn it, he just wasn't in there long enough. But well, to me, it was, again, he was in, he, he got more FaceTime than Donnie Yen because I, 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 I that's true. Yeah, because I was because when I saw Donnie Yen, I was like, Donnie Yen, holy crap, Donnie Yen. So I was like, oh, him versus Blade, yes, yes. I was like, oh, Donnie just got to draw a line on the floor, and that was it. That was yeah, ugly. I was like, oh. yeah, my man was killed off like five seconds into the film. Okay, not, okay, it was not okay. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but still, but. You don't put Donnie Yen in a film like that and not have him fight the main character. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. Or take on at least like a plethora of Reapers. Like yeah. non-stop 15-minute Reaper fight. Like yeah. that's what I want to see with Donnie Yen. Like, you took on one. I know. No, just, mm. go well. That's, that's the thing, because I, I, like with Blade 2, they have so many really cool characters. Yes. Like, and, uh, but, like And like a lot of them were just cannon flubs, which was just that was, was cannon fodder, but which was just a shame. Um, because like, what was his name? Lighthammer. He looked yeah. so cool. So cool. Yeah. Um, the concept design was really. Mm. I mean, it's one of the things where once again with Guillermo on there, it's one of the things where um, the set design because obviously it got more budget this time around. Yeah, you know, it grows really well. Um, on Blade, on got enough decent 
um, to know his audience there. So they had some really good money to come you know, coming in, and Gilama can still make a little bit of money go a long way. And also, I think one of the things I love about Blade Two is it's you know I may sound like a James A. Janice from um, from uh, Dead Meat, but practical effects. Because even when you watch it back now, the practical effects on the Reapers really still stand up because of like how light falls and distribution and everything else like that. So, and because a lot of that is like a use of, I mean, yeah, don't get it wrong. Um, Gilama will use CGI, we know that, but he knows when to place it, if you get what I mean, and how to use it. Yeah, definitely. But he does prefer a, pl- a practical effect. So a lot of the like Reapers and stuff were puppets that you can manipulate and that we use. So especially, I think the best example of that is when they do the Reaper autopsy. Um, I think I think you and I brother probably watched that extras the extras quite a few times. Yeah, you can see the whole thing like the whole top is just like a base is basically like made out of you know rubber and what have you. And they have like is it two? I think it was two people like manning it or something where it could pump out. The, it, it's it's so good. I yeah, honestly, it's just so enjoyable. And Luke Goss can fight. Yeah. I mean, the bar's high because Wesley obviously we know Wesley's skilled and he can do his thing. Donnie Yenson says he's like. Pressure, pressure, and then Luke is like, "Hold up, I know I asked women to be famous. <laughs> right now, I'm gonna show you something." And he showed us some things because I remember at one point that he gave Bay the elbow, and I was like, "Yeah, he, did, he, he literally went to the top oh, rope. He went to the top he rope." To the top. And I was like, "Wow, oh, man, you got coursed up. I owe you nothing, Blade. I owe you nothing." <laughs> All right, we have to we, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. I mean, anyway, that's uh, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Sis, sis, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. All right, Blade Trinity. Well, Matt wasn't there, and that he sis, sis, sis. Okay. Okay. Uh, can I take this one slightly about Blade Trinity? Yeah, go for it. Right. The film is called Blade Trinity, right? Yes. So how come Blade is hardly in the film? Well, I'm glad you asked because um, there were issues between um, um, between the director David David Goyer and um, the actor Wesley Snipes. Now, wasn't David Goyer the one that got Wesley Snipes the role? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Please enlighten us, brother. What happened there? There were a few disagreements. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay. So, so wait, 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 nice. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What? Let me just talk about the scene in in two that they cut out with with him in in the pit. Oh, oh, the oh, the oh, the Hugh Hefner scenes. Let's talk about Hugh Hefner scenes from from part two. With his red, his red, his very red silk. His red silk, like dressing gown, just like. And that girl Nisa draped on that. Yeah. Like, like what? Yeah. What kind of gets me is about that. But those scenes, I didn't see the scenes that led up to that point because I can't, I can't, I can't imagine scenes that led up to that point because, like, just. That's the thing. And can we also say the elephant in the room is that Nissa and Blade didn't really have any sexual chemistry whatsoever. What are you talking about? She gave him right. head. I mean, well. Wow. Well. <laughs> Well, uh, vampire head when she fed, when she fed, when he fed her. Uh, but, but, yeah. but yeah, there was, there was, I mean, there was, there was no, there was no chemistry between them at I mean, all. Basically, um, Delaney never will go on. Watch the Trinity. What happened? That was a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shit show. <laughs> like disagreements because. Let's okay. Let's play. Okay, I'm on call. I'm on call. A spade a spade because like Wesley uh, Snipes didn't want to share the limelight. Yeah, and I kind of get it to an extent from his point of view mm. because at the end of the day, the film was called Blade Trinity, mm. not Blade and the whatever they were called. What were they called? The Dark Stalkers, whatever they were called. Night Watchers, the Night Stalkers. What? <laughs> so like, give credit where credit to it. They put they put a limelight on Ryan Reynolds, and he is at the point where we know and love him to to this day, to this day, and for you forever until he mm-hmm. turns out to be. Mm-hmm. The, he Pretty turns much. out to be a child, child killer or something like that. But, oh, no. um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, 
the thing is like you you can only read into what you have online which is not much other than that but he starts with it a certain way and basically wanting to be referred to as blade throughout the whole film so i don't know if he was going through that whole method thing but when multiple people are saying that he was acting one way you kind yeah. you kind of got to be it's like say like yeah okay maybe he was acting one way like but it was a bad film there were disagreements david goy almost got killed by Wesley Snipes. he had to hire people to protect him and, and they and apparently was like the protection so that's just a lot about the discord that was happening behind the scenes footage some motherfuckers indeed always trying to ice scale film. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing, one thing I will say, I David Goy should not have been a director. No. Like, that's not where his talent lies, in my opinion. Definitely. Like the man was the man started off as a comic book writer and yeah. writing is his forte. Like like when I like I've noticed a trend when writers, especially comic book writers, decide to decide to do directing, you get you get you get spirit you get robocop 3 you get <laughs> you get blade <Yeah>. trinity i think we need to do a whole episode on like the spirit well i mean i've got to watch the blade film. i don't know how i haven't watched this one to this day <laughs> I don't like as much as I want to. As much as I want to see Samuel Jackson in a Nazi in a Nazi uniform, I don't know if I, I want to. Look, you know what, right? Me mentioning the spirit, I'm not gonna lie. That was one of the rare occasions I was ready to throw throw hands in the cinema <laughs> yeah, because. Sorry, did you say that that's a rare occasion? Yeah, I got. I, I got to believe that's that's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> don't Texas recording, Rude Boy, and don't lie. Okay? <laughs> in Christ, do not lie like that. Mm-hmm. Come on. do a whole pretty looking films that disappoint series in our in, uh, episode wow. in, in in the future all right uh, i'm gonna bring I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bring up another um another um uh, Wait, elephant what, room. What triple h in oh, oh he was he <laughs> was yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's the reason why he isn't acting anymore i'm not saying he was bad i'm just not saying he, I'm, just, I'm just gonna say he wasn't good you know what you know what? no you know what but at least triple h he understood he went i did badly and didn't do it again Unlike some people in wrestling who don't take a hint, I don't know who you're talking about. I kept going about. It's a bit hostile. It's a bit hostile to say about the about about Dwayne, but anyway. I was um... not talking Dwayne. <laughs> I was not talking about Dwayne. I'm talking about someone before Dwayne. Um... Oh, you mean three ninjas knuckle up and all them dodgy ass moves he made, yeah? Well, no holds barred and Mr. Nanny is what I'm talking about. Oh no! Anytime I think of hold, no holds barred, I think of one scene. One scene oh, no. where he picks when he picks him out from the limo and he goes, Dookie! Yeah. Oh god. Anyway, another elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. Okay. When it comes to the blade. Okay, it comes to Who remembers the Blade series? Oh. I tried to forget fingers, it. it. Say what? Well that be sticky fingers. Sticky fingers indeed. That was. I actually talked to him about it. <laughs> oh, what did he have to say about that? Please tell me. Please tell me. Please tell us all. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, this is back in the day when I was uh, used to, um, you know, working working radio, and uh, he was really hyping it, and I I I had. I had to be really quiet because it was like I'm outnumbered, outmanned, and outgunned. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just I I I basically was like I I, I basically I'm, I'm going to be upfront. I could not say anything to him um, because I was outnumbered, outmanned, and outgunned. And 
I probably would have, would have taken. I I could not take on that entourage. <laughs> so it's when he left that I said to him that he was working. With, yeah, it, it ain't gonna be good. It's just not gonna be good. He was hyped to it, but I I I don't think he read the assignment. To be, just, to be fair, to be fair, when I'm, I, okay, I've, I've actually watched a couple of episodes of it. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't good. It's not good. It's not good. Like, I, can't, I, can't, I can't defend it. It's not good. Um, the problem is him. Yeah. He's, yeah. <sighs> he's not a good actor. He's not a good actor he's at all. Like, no. like, like, oh, like, the, thing, the thing is, you can tell he's trying. He's but trying his best. He just doesn't got it. He's not. He's. I mean, like it's it's it's, it's it's like how can I describe it? It's like um how can I describe it? It's like it's like it's like okay I got it I got it I got it I got it, I got it. okay I got it. it's so him replacing Wesley Snipes is like William Dafoe being replaced by um Jai Courtney. In Spider Man, <laughs> but am but am I wrong? Oof. You're not, and you know another thing as well. I'm, I think if memory serves, didn't LL Cool J get approached to be Blade? He was, he was, he was, he was approached to be Blade in, in the first film, yeah. Oh. In the, but to be fair, we've been better than, than the Sticky Fingers. Look. I'm just going to say this, uh, and this is my opinion. Uh, not all rappers can act, okay? Not all rappers are the wonderful uh, Clifford Smith, a.k.a. Method Man, who's getting Emmy nominated for his role in Power. Um, yeah. Oh, poor Kirk Jones, a.k.a. Sticky Fingers. Oh, God. <laughs> the man called him Sticky Fingers, yeah. I think he's pretty much writing on the wall for that. He's... He's been he's been sticky fingers and had a decent rap career for quite a while, big man. In fairness, even though there was an event that I was at where he walked off after doing two songs because the crowd didn't respond the way he wanted. I <laughs> said, <laughs> "Take my ball, and I'm going home, Jimmy." <laughs> and okay, and the maddest thing about that night is that um, an artist called Talib Kweli was in the audience. And I had to ask him if he would mind finishing the show. And he did. He did do that. He did actually finish the show uh, impromptu. Uh, yeah, this is back in the day in Subterranea. Yeah, that was, yeah, that happened. That was, uh-huh. the thing. And, that was and the mad thing is it was actually, it was actually Sticky Fingers' um, own album release party. So it made it more, more confusing. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your own album launch party. Wow. Yep. All right. Um, Okay, well, actually, um, continuing on the... what? What? I'm just going to say, but we are actually forgetting, um, after the Hindi season three that didn't even do very well, Trinity, in the uh, box office, uh, we are forgetting um, um, Wesley Snipes' other fantastic performance as Blade. Oh, yeah, and what we do in the shadows. (laughs) (laughs) It is a superb five minutes. Of honest, it, once again, I'm gonna trumpet it. I've trumpeted it last season. I'm gonna do it again for this season. Wesley Snipes in What We Do in the Shadows is a delight. I'm not gonna tell you what he's doing there, <laughs> but he's absolutely wonderful, and it's a great surprise. She, that whole episode was just hilarious because it just it was just full of just Easter eggs it's, and cameos. It was just great. It was so completely, good. Completely, like I, 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 we can't even talk about it more because like if we do, we'll blow it. But it's just so it's so good. I like the fact that someone's like, I don't even listen to you because you're half a, you're, you're a daywalker. Like <laughs> <half>. <laughs> and I can't tell you who that is unless you watch it. So watch what we do in the Shadows season, I think. What? Okay. One of, I mean, watch all the seasons, they're all damn good. But anyway, yeah. All right, continuing the journey of Blade. Now, um, I recently started playing um, Midnight Suns, a uh, Marvel video game, which is very good. If you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of it's really fun if you're new to the franchise you learn a lot if you're old to the franchise you'll get reminded of some of of a bunch of things in the marvel mythology it's a great game but one of the most perfect castings i that's in the game and it's blown my mind that this is never this i have never thought about this 
was Michael Jar White as Blade in game. He does the voice for Blade. And he does? Yeah, and it, like I sent you that video, like I sent a video in our in our group chat. I sent a video of uh, of him dressed as Blade doing promotion for the game. I'm sorry, I missed that. Oh my god! But yeah, he does the, he does the voice for Blade in um in um in the game and he like like obviously obviously it, it fits his it fits him well and considering that Michael Jar White is a legit badass like if you ask me who wouldn't fight him or Wesley Snipes I'll probably say him <laughs> but oh my god every time but yeah but like he, like he, mom, his voice his voice is on point for Blades he's so good and I was like he would have been perfect for like like I think he still would be perfect for Blades to be honest Michael I mean, Jay White is so under like it's just it's it's yeah. horrific how underused he is. Yeah, it's it's just uh, and it's and it's incenses me that like every time he gets so close, something happens. His bit in Kill Bill that got cut. Oh, that still breaks my heart. That still breaks my heart. To this day, because it was perfection, and I'll try and find it and link it. But Michael, J- oh, God. Mm, mm. Michael. And to be and to... enough for you, babe. It just. And to be fair, he was the first real attempt at mainstream comic book film with Spawn because it came out yeah. in '97. He was the first, he would have been the first. Yeah. Uh, if that hit, he would he would have been he would have been the first play technically. He would have been the first with his snipes technically. He's just he's like full of almost, and it's nothing to do with his talent. Mm. That's the annoying thing. It's not like he's like I wish you were good. It's like he is good. Mm. He is just a, oh <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I think the biggest mainstream thing you, you would you would have seen anyone who would have seen him in is um, Dark Knight. Yeah, that for that brief briefly in Dark Knight. Briefly in Dark Knight. Briefly in Dark Knight. Oh, just. But I think, what kind what kind of gets me about Michael Jai White is that he's so diverse because one he can do comedy. His comedy like he because he works really he works a lot with Tyler Perry in his yeah. production company. He's, he's worked on his he's worked on his comedy shows. It's come up with age films. He he is so diverse in this in acting, and again, mm. he is a legit badass. He he badass. like he does um obviously he does like what seven eight different types of martial arts. Martial arts. He does uh, how tos on his, on his YouTube channel, which I watch regularly. And um again, and then one like like I remember I remember like as an interview he did a while back where a guy asked him could he beat Bruce Lee, but yeah, and I was like I'm not gonna argue with him. And, like, and, and a guy was like, and a guy was like, you really think you can beat Bruce Lee? And then Michael was like, okay, I weigh 200 something pounds, and that's most of its muscle. Bruce Lee weighed about, what, 100 and something? I outweigh him. And to be fair, he hasn't fought in competition. I fought in competition most of my life. So, yeah, I think I could beat Bruce Lee. And I was like, facts. I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm, again, I'm arguing with him. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, especially Michael- as somebody as, as talented in the seven techniques that he is as well. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, Michael, it's just oh, it's just it's just always close but no cigar. And mm. it's, like I said, it's not because his ability is crap. It's not because it's like oh, I cut him out. It's it's just always like ran out of time, not a good fit, blah blah blah. It's just like gee, oh man, ah, one ah. day, Michael. One day, yeah, yeah. So he an excellent blade. He was brilliant. He no, you know what? he's a great blade. He's still te- yeah. he's technically he's a blade. He's a great blade. Yeah, he's uh, a great blade in, yeah. in, in the Midnight Suns. <laughs> um, and we come to the current the current journey with um, Marshall Ali. There he is. Um, we haven't got. I think it comes out next year, if I'm not mistaken, because there's been a few problems. Yeah, but um. I'm kind of glad they're doing it in 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 England because. To book those people who don't know, technically, Blade is British. Yeah, he was born in he was born in England. Um, he yep, he has a British passport according to the comic books because he did join MI five in the comic books. Um, joined their team, and MI five was MI six was MI something. He joined that team, but yeah, he was, it was um, confirmed that he was he's a Brit. So not only is he black, he's British. Represents us. Represent. Represent. Wait. <clears throat> Robbie G, will he come back? Oh my God, the excitement! <laughs> please, please. Well, it's, it's, it's a different studio, but he's you know. You hey, know. hey, hey! Let's, <laughs> let's, let's put it down. Let's put it out there, Robbie. They're gonna be on hologram, man. <laughs> it's okay. Come again, my selector. Yeah. Actually, no, you weren't. You were in fuck. You were in the other film. <gasps> you were in the world. You weren't in Blade. What am I doing? <gasps> you racist! <laughs> wow. wow. 
Because to be fair, I was thinking the exact same thing you were thinking, to be fair, I, so I'm not going to lie. But still. It's fine. Robbie, Robbie, put it out there. Robbie T and MCU. Mm. <laughs> the cherry. The who, can you pl- who, would you pl- who can you play in MCU? See, I'm trying to think. Mm. Robbie G, MCU. Oh. I don't know, but bigger, bigger than his role in DC. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about? He was, he was great in that, in that in those five seconds. Robbie G's a national hit. That's that's what treasure. This 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 episode has a lot of treasures in it. A lot of great treasure up in this. Danny, Danny, John Jules, Robbie G. Oh my gosh. Bros. Bros. Who knew? So, you know what, I'm, can I be honest to say I'm scared? Of what? I'm, I am scared of the next Blade. I'm, like, because I, I, I tend to blank Trinity from my memory. I just pretend it doesn't exist. And I really enjoy one. Two's my favourite. It just has the elements. And that's the thing, there are some parts of two which I can be like, ah, but I like, the kind of the, the switch and bait that you thought you were on one thing and it becomes a different story and I agree with you brother a lot of the issues with two around there's too much cannon fodder and too much and the cannon fodder's really good people where you're like but I wanted <laughs> ten minutes just ten more minutes please you know um so there's that but I'm just I'm just I just want it to be so good and if the rumors are true about who's gonna play certain people I am I mean, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm also scared. Do you think? Do you think if, if the person that we're thinking of plays like a role, would it be a blackula or would it be like? I don't Maybe know. Just... <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> my only my only sister is no jive. Aww. And no Courtney, because if this person, Aww. if if this person is, it's gonna be like Dick Van Dyke all over again, and we can't have that. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, blade me old gazer. <laughs> May he rest in peace, right? You know, he's still alive. Never mind. He's okay. He's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, he's like, yeah. My, he's like, he's like, my bad. I apologize. Rest in power. I say, <laughs> if I hear, if I hear this person accused Blade of being a road man, that'll be it. I don't know how I'm going to cope. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to cope. And I guess we'll find out in a and year or so. You can pull in your Air Force Ones. <laughs> oh, I think we should call it there. <laughs> I think we should go and call it there on that note. I'm sorry, that was so. In- you know, bruv, you have taken me on a journey today. Um, I didn't think I'd be talking about Bros. Uh, <laughs> Sticky Fingers acting, acting career. Uh, JD Hall. And quoting When Will I Be Famous and other greatest hits from Bros. Let what? alone. There were other hits? Let alone Robbie G. Do you know what I mean? No, seriously, there were other, there were other hits. I thought it was saying When Will I Be Famous. They had two albums. They had two albums? <laughs> With songs on them? <laughs> oh, like, like, I wish you could see my phone. I'm genuinely confused. Okay, whatever. Cool. I, I, I was, I was, oh, wow. Shit. They might even have three. I'm not even sure. They, they did not have three. No, they did, they did not have three. You're lying. That note, honestly. I've not laughed in a long time. Uh, thank you for listening uh, to this episode. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have, because we clearly have enjoyed ourselves. Um, if you would like to reach out to us, you can email at stjudesavengers at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at messeduppod and um, Twitter at andmessed. Um, big man, what is your socials? You can find me on Instagram at mr underscore roberts underscore v1. And Twitter at War3782. Mr. Classic, how about you, sir? You can find me on YouTube under Instant Classic underscore KB, as in Kilo Bravo. And you can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch under Instant Classic underscore Gaming. Thank you all. Hope you enjoy yourselves and uh, keep safe. And, uh, don't be one of those motherfuckers trying to ice scale pill, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I'll kill you. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.